the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930. 30 a.m. The answer. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson up on the porch with us as always, and uh, Trace is going to join us. Uh, we're pretty sure we'll just have to say something that makes him He's go. Uh oh, what are they talking about? Oh man, I better get He's up there. Working. Okay. Irritating. Yeah, we just say a couple things that irritate him, and then he comes up and talks to us. Uh, it's probably not a good uh, formula for success, but uh, see, we probably said something that irritated them. He's got to watch his head, though. <laughs> I said we, that you might join us in a few minutes, but all we had to do was say something that you overheard as you walked through the nursery and it irritated you, and you're like, oh, man, what are they talking about now? Okay. Yes? I didn't hear anything. Oh, okay. Well, we didn't say anything, so yeah. Okay. All right. Well, our phone number, 210-308-8867. There's a good crowd here. It's a pleasant day. Uh, not a cloud in the sky, no breeze. Uh, it's probably now, I'm guessing, in the upper 50s maybe, you think? I don't know. I still have my coat on, but I'm ready to take it off. Yeah, you can probably take it off. When we left, If you, you- take it off, leave it right here, will you? Because I'm getting to feel a little cold. <laughs> Uh-oh, we may have a question. Oh, no, we have a... Uh- we have a yeah. Where is the bathroom? Yeah, we have that question. So <laughs> when we left you yesterday, it's a very important question. Yeah. A, a listener. I don't think we got his name. Did you get his name yesterday? No, but uh, he said he may call me later. Okay. On uh, when he had uh, had come up here and had uh, like a fungus or a felty type he thing. A, on, he said he had a he, fungus up on the in the tree. Up on a European it, oak. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't know what that meant. No, but uh, I can tell you what the European oaks that are sold. But okay, I don't know. But did he? He's going to send me more pictures. Oh, is he going to email yeah. you some pictures? Okay, uh, okay. The uh, so so you really don't know till you get the pictures, or did you see some of the pictures? I saw some of the pictures. It was uh, a different color, old hypoxylon canker. So it was slightly yellow. Huh. Um, the hypoxylon cankers, when they get old, are pretty much white with black spots in the middle of it. So, and then he didn't have another. He said it was up in the tree, but he didn't have another picture of it. So, uh, I I am leaning greatly towards hypoxylon, but uh, uh, I don't know. I can't confirm it. Okay. And I couldn't confirm it with him. I didn't want to say one way or the sure. other. Sure. And we asked him if the leaves had dropped, and they had. Hadn't yeah, they? yeah. So, but that was normal. So I'm assuming it was a post stoke of some type. Mm. 
Uh, or blackjack oak. He said he had points on it, so it could have been a blackjack oak. Post oak. All you got to do is kind of look at it cross side. Cross side. It doesn't like. It's it's sensitive. Oh, no, it's very sensitive. Poor uh, little post oak. Uh, kind of like Milton. Yeah, I understand the post oak. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I get it. I'm with uh, you, Posty. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> so I didn't want to. Trace way is the leaving other. now. But you missed us, didn't you, Trace? <laughs> we had fun. Uh, yes. But I did, he wanted to really know if there was any cure. And there no. really isn't. It is stress-related. And we've had multiple years at Ralph. Sorry. Uh, multiple years of freezes. So these have put out this stress tree in tremendous amount of stress. Did you see the uh, well, the Express News today? Yeah, yeah, I know. I was reading it. That's what I was thinking about that. About em- emphasize that the drought is not over. Yeah. Despite yeah. the fact that it's gone, the Edwards is, <coughs> and, uh, and, aquifer has gone up eight feet, but yeah. it's still it's still below normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. How far below normal? It's uh, uh, twenty feet still. Twenty feet. I, so, yeah, I, I think that's about right. Yeah. yeah. I think and, that's right. I read the article this morning, and they they emphasize multiple years of drought, uh, twice, possibly three times within the body of the article, uh, and then they also said this is it. We're we're still not out. That yeah, was another emphasis of it. We need Calvin to uh, write an article on rain. That usually helps on conservation and rain, doesn't no. it? No, we we hold a press conference on the steps yeah. uh, of City Hall. Oh, okay. That's always we always get rain at the event or right. shortly thereafter. And that press conference is generally about conservation and drought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're moving into stricter re, okay. uh, regulations, and it starts we're, raining. We're, we're being a little a little a little sarcastic and facetious here, you, but no. It really does work. Yes. Right, Calvin? I mm. mean. <laughs> like, it's amazing. <laughs> that how, one. How really many times? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it quit raining for two weeks. What? One time, yeah. Didn't you? Wasn't your article, like, what, it's one of your first articles on conservation that you wrote. Wasn't that like the October flood? It came out that same day. It was on conservation. Yeah. In the meantime, it could have been. people yeah. are, like, swimming yeah. to their car. Yeah. <laughs> So ever in the old days, we used to carry drip irrigation. Uh huh. And every time we tried oh, to do advertise a presentation, it, okay, <laughs> no, uh-huh. just advertise it. Okay, it rained. All right. Uh-huh. Makes me want to carry uh-huh. drip irrigation. Yeah, just yeah that's right. right. Have a special building for your. Would drip you consider irrigation? carrying it again? No. And, no okay. <laughs> it's a it's a ritual. Let's see, you come you come and yeah, come and, and, and we did, and we walk around it several times, banging drums. Well, Trace in the uh, since we were here last time, although last Saturn Sunday was better, but what's all this green stuff in front of us? Uh, it, it, <laughs> wonderful plants. Yes, it is wonderful that plants. We're all stashed in different yeah. places uh, on the property, and we've gotten some other stuff in too. Oh yeah, well we couldn't really talk about it because I wasn't sure, but we wanted. I was going to. Y'all didn't get Peter up here. We tried. Peter. Peter gave it. He hadn't listened to the show, does he? No. Okay. Peter tried to use the excuse that you weren't going to be here, so he had to work. He probably he would come up if it, he got a break. He and never got a break. How, however, did. he has used that on numerous occasions. He did what? No, he's used that same excuse on, on yeah, several occasions. Yeah, it's kind of Not fishy. numerous, several occasions. No, but he, he, he did say that he was busy and things were happening. and So, so unlike normal years, yes. we've got a great selection 
of smaller crepe myrtles. Ooh. In the, in the threes. In the fives is what came oh, in. Okay. So I got to go look, but there were some new special varieties that I was I, I gave them a, an order to tack on to it. So I got to go see if the, those showed up. I always say, remember yesterday I, I talked about, uh, Trace had mentioned about double blooms. Du- mm-hmm. Double dynamite. Double dynamite. That's dynamite. what it was. Okay. Can remember but, dynamite but or there red was rocket. Five, five or six other new varieties of, I, I, I want to say, semi-dwarf. Because they're only going to be like three to four feet. Oh wow! So it's really? Al- it's almost miniature, uh, yeah. but it's not. And anyway, so the, these are brand new varieties that have that dark red foliage, and obviously not now, Milton. There's no no le- no. no there's I no know. leaves on them now, which is why you need to look at the tag. But a lot of them came in those fancy colors, just like Red Rocket and Dynamite. But they stay short with those dark leaves. Okay. So those vibrant colors that were in the Whitcomb series are now in a new series that stay short. Are there purples? Yes. Ooh. But, but I gotta go see. I have to go see if yeah, they showed up. Okay. Because we uh, all like the purple. All of us, I think, on the table. Yeah. Here, on the so where would you put a three to four foot crepe myrtle? Where's the best place? I have an idea, but I'm not going. I would be thinking in that grassy area between the sidewalk. Yeah, that's yep, exactly yep. where I was thinking, that's too. That's the one I was thinking as well. You could put it, too, if you wanted. I'll, um, you know, a lot of... T- well, I don't know. Let's let Mark chime in. Could I put it under a window? You shouldn't. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to let Mark answer that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that is correct. It's, you could, but you shouldn't. And I shouldn't because... Uh, why would you put something in front of a window? You want to look out the window. Oh, yeah, good point. And, and then also it's probably shady in there. Yeah, that's... Oh, okay. well, and no, uh, you've decreased the amount of airflow. Yeah. So oh, because it's not getting it from behind right, so the... Crepe, crepe myrtles are already notorious for powdery mildew and aphids, uh, and you take never away the airflow mind. and, you know, okay. Do you have problems. any other questions, Mel? No, I'm not, I'm not, i got no more questions. I'm stopped now. Um, we did get our... Uh, our Lesser priced red buds in too. So te- Texas red buds starting at fifty nine ninety nine. And what what uh, size container? They're I have to go look at them. They're either threes or fives. Yeah. But I was very impressed. They uh, they're all like six foot or better. Oh, that's pretty good for a five. It is. Yeah. Uh, considering I've got very good. Some, considering should... I've got some the same size. Yeah. Uh, that are like eighty nine ninety nine. Yeah. So these were like so two you, foot we usually go in a, in a five, we're going four to five feet. So, so anything bigger, bigger than that, that's pretty good. So I'm just going to make a suggestion. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, we will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, we, we will relish the opportunity. Um, red buds are the first to kind of that, that first sign that spring's coming because they bloom, and then everybody wants one. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't matter how many we have. Yeah. yeah. And believe me, we got a bunch. Okay. Uh, it doesn't matter how many we have. The selection is best right now. Yeah, I was going to say. So get, you know what it looks like. If you enjoy that bloom, come get it. And it's an interesting plant, though, too, because it you can sell, like we do here at Millburgers, hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. And then they, after they bloomed, they disappear. They're in your landscape, you know, mm-hmm. they're... Yeah. They're in the and, edge of the... Uh, uh, the, the that's where they should get, be planted. And we can't get more milk. Yeah. That's the thing. You can or cannot? Can't. Oh, okay. So when, when these are gone, it's it's like pulling teeth. Most growing operations are going to take whatever they have left that's small, and they're going to pot it up to the next size 
so that they have a bigger one to sell next year or okay. later in the same year. But, but so yeah, come so get you, them now. You are correct. It is an early spring bloomer as well as Mexican buckeye. Those are the first two that okay. I usually usually think of. Yeah, and I know that we've talked about it too. People get like real excited. Oh my gosh, I got to get to the nursery. Maybe the best time to get to the nursery is now. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's always now, but I get the idea. And, and this is cool because we have actually been here now. This is the about the fourth show uh, that we've had uh, since the, well, no, not since the freeze. Well, was it? I'm trying to remember. And uh, this is the, uh, when no, was the freeze? We, we were putting things back out. Uh, last week, that's last Sunday. Week, last Sunday. So. Yeah. But no, there's a nice crowd here. Nice people are streaming in and. There's no wind. There's no and it's wind. It's very sunny. It's very lovely out yeah. there. Yeah. Very cool. All and right. You, you guys sound wind. like uh, you're trying to talk yourselves into being uh, comfortable. It's a little cool. I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm comfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wearing my Detroit versus everyone t-shirt oh, okay. in preparation uh-huh. and I'm, my hat. I'm, so wearing you, a short, I, I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I'm sure it hasn't been worn out. Because uh, if, you, <laughs> if you only wore it when Detroit won. Unfortunately, Calvin, <laughs> is true. It is true. It, it is re- relatively new. <laughs> All right. And uh, so we have those in. We've got the crepe myrtles. Um, and then, uh, let's say, what else? Uh, keep, the f- keep in mind that the yeah. crepe myrtles are uh, not deer proof. Oh, yeah. Uh, that yeah. is true. And, and not uh, human proof. Yeah, but there. Uh, and we mentioned yesterday how important it was. Uh, if you t- take advantage of the fact that they they have a prescribed uh, height. Yeah, you can do different heights. Let's see, different heights, different color. Uh, what's another disease? And then you, you uh, uh, and pest resistance. And Trace talking about these new selections that yeah, and, and, make it even be- even easier to get right. get what you need. So and, and then uh, they're coming out with these double blooms, which are you know fancy mm-hmm. fancy color. That'll be interesting to see how fancy they flower. Perform, I should say. They yeah. Perform. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on in your gardening world? Talk to us and tell us uh, what's happening. And maybe a rain report now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were mentioning the thing. Was there an official amount of rain? Well, there were a lot, but it was... Yeah, for the month, it was 6.7 at the airport. So I was trying to calculate yesterday what was the previous uh, amount, and I think think it was about uh, 1.7, so at least least 5 inches occurred, probably more. Well, in January, I think there wasn't there 7.4... A record for yeah yeah so i didn't i didn't look at the record no i yeah. think it's eight eight for the for the uh record um but why did i think i saw a headline that said we broke the january rainfall record we no did. we were second second most wet january on no. record it's not so so we almost late, made now we have to yeah, we yeah, have exactly. to check we have to check that because yeah. i'm with you milton i i think it's been reported that it was the wettest mm-hmm. yeah I don't. All right. I, I, I can't. All right. I unfortunately, I threw the paper out yesterday. So I've got mine. Though. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Not with. Well, me. I got your article here. So yeah. okay. that's the important one. The Sinisa are not blooming. 
But, uh, you know, it's not too late, Rain. You can still get the record for January. Yes, uh, you, you can. You, you got a few more days. Yeah. I guess through Wednesday. Yeah. But there's no rain in the forecast. No. 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 <laughs> but if we see some Sunisa blooming? We'll know. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really pleasant. High today is 67, according to weather.gov. Uh, and uh, low tonight is around 43, so it's come up. Uh, high today, tomorrow is 68, 43 for the low, 68 for the um, high on Tuesday, 45 for the low, 69. Yeah, so the upper 60s and lower 50s and 40s, upper 40s. So there we go for the we week. We need to alert everybody, Milton, out there that the uh, oh, yeah. class the class uh, on Saturday. Yeah, on uh, the milkweed the, is full. Yeah, the slots are, are full. Yeah. Um, now there's a, there's some other opportunities. Of course, there's mm-hmm. a there's a tomato class, potting up tomato class where everybody that attends gets a free tomato, free rodeo, uh, rodeo tomato, tomato. and uh, that that'll be here at Millburgers. That'll be on the 24th, and then then of course if you you're just excited about that butterfly program, there's a uh, a couple more opportunities there. Right, that March. Uh, Third is uh, no, two. March two is. Uh, I'm reading the newspaper. Uh, me- uh, the medical center uh, uh, program there. I think that's about half full at this point. So there's opportunity. Uh, it's it's at uh, Dream Hill State's Education Resource Center, and uh, the phone number there is two ten three eight two four four five five. So there's still an opportunity that it's a month away, but. And then mm-hmm. another one, a uh, big one, uh, the Comal County Master Gardeners mm-hmm. headquarters is going to have, uh, but that, that'll be in April, on April 6th. That's correct. So there's some opportunities there. And then uh, we've got the, the, the tomato program here at Millburgers is mm-hmm. the 24th. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some opportunities there. And again, now, that, that will, uh, you will get a, Get a chance to pot up a, ro- a rodeo tomato and mm-hmm. take it home with you. you don't no know how charge, many, of course. You don't know how many folks we have on that one signed up yet, do you? Um, I, yeah, we've got ha- half. Oh, the tomato's half? Yeah, about oh. 15. Well, a little less maybe, about 15. Okay, so on that tomato, you may want to, seeing what happened with the milkweed, seeing how popular Calvin is, you may want to call... Right now, and get on that list. Two one zero four nine seven. You don't. You don't think it's Monarch Butterflies, huh? No, I think it's you. Yeah, right. I recognize one of the names on that list. Uh oh. Oh really? Oh, yes. close person. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Until, okay. So I did tell her that she was going to be responsible for doing things. Ah yes. And she's like, "Really? Do I have to?" And I said, "Yes. If you're going to take the class, you got you got to grow the plants and you got to report back your your uh, progress." Well, and another another thing we got, <laughs> several uh, uh, organizations have asked to be team members with us. And Ted Card, David's got. Uh, I'm going to meet with him on Tuesday morning. Some of his master gardeners are going to help us uh, collecting data, and then of course we've got the, the volunteers that we normally have, uh, that uh, from the various uh, organizations that are going to participate too. So. Everybody gets excited about the, those butterflies. Well, mm-hmm. and I guess rodeo tomatoes too, huh, Milton? Mm-hmm. We had a two full houses last yeah. year. Yeah. When will the information come out about the rodeo tomato? Because 
When does the rodeo start? Right. I know we had the cowboy okay. breakfast. I thought it was the end of the month. But okay, well, yeah, that's, so that's, so and then February's February first is next Thursday. And that's when it starts? No, I'm just saying Right, yeah. So the okay. rodeo's in February. Next week is February. So, so when, it's coming, when, upcoming. When do they officially release the top secret double blind study I, information? I, I have not secret probation been instructed to release that information. You can't even this time. Yeah. you can't even release uh, the information uh, about when uh, the information uh, will be released. Nope. Uh, it makes it convenient though for us, Milton, because if anything gets messed up, we're we didn't, blame we didn't Trace know. and uh, David. David. I see. Plausible deniability. <laughs> you know, we got oh. plausible all, all I can tell you is you're not going to have to remember a number. Thank goodness. I'm sure it has a number. Yeah, but, but it it's easy. Too. It's easier when it's a name. Yep. It's easy to remember. I, I, I hate it. David told me the name one time a couple months ago, and I, I forgot. <laughs> so I can make you think. What's that? Yeah. Hold on. Uh oh. No, no. Are you getting paged? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604, and Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Don't forget, uh, there's lots of big games coming up. Uh, so uh, whatever you got on your plans, Prusky's Meat Market in Atkins, Texas can help you. Probably too late for them to uh, smoke some brisket already for you for tonight's uh, Detroit game uh, that some people will be watching. But you could still go there and get your own stuff and grill it up. What time does the game start? Uh, 5.30. 5.30. Okay, yeah, you go there now. Yeah, you'll be back back home for about three. Start your grilling. Yeah, they're open nine to five. Well, you got to if you're going to watch a two two p.m. game though. Oh. Yeah, no, it's a two p.m. game. You're going to have to probably wait on. But listen, there's lots of great reasons to to go to Prusky's Meat Market in Atkins, Texas, on Highway 87. If you want great meats, delicious meats, terrific seasoning, seasonings that you won't find actually locally. Uh, Edmund Prusky has them, and uh, that's the cool thing about Prusky's Meat Market. It's all kinds of fun stuff. I think the thing I like better, besides the wide variety of different stuff uh, and how delicious it is, is the knowledgeable people. And I know you hear that a lot. I mean, you're expecting people to be knowledgeable at the store you go to, but oftentimes you're disappointed. We were joking about that yesterday. Um, the folks at Prusky's understand the products they have. They understand their customers, and they can advise you on great stuff. So if you miss that, uh, if meat markets were something, you know, or markets, uh, something that you like, that old-fashioned market, and uh, you miss that, then head on over to Prusky's. Check out the Yanta Ranch's meats. Uh, check out the chicken, the sausage, the, uh, the quail, the bacon, all kinds of great stuff and great produce to go with it. Pork chops? Pork chops, yeah, they... Uh, Stuffed. Stuffed up. Yeah. Oh, man, those were good. Oof. Sorry. Uh, Y'all get mad at me every time I say that. 
So anyway, Prusky's Market on Highway 87. It's between 410 and 1604. Uh, it's inside the loop on 1604, about three miles. The website is Prusky'sMeatMarket.com, Prusky'sMeatMarket.com. And the phone number uh, on the web is 830-227-8322. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. So I was wondering, I think I got distracted when we were talking about hypoxylin. Yes. Okay. So we've discussed it enough that I know there's nothing he can do. That's correct. Okay. And it attacks a wide variety of of tree species. And it's stress-related. So, uh, And we had a lot of stresses in the last uh, four or five years. A lot of times you can, uh, when you hear the symptoms... You can uh, suspect what the uh, the <laughs> planting area looks yeah, like, you yeah. know. So I, I think I w- we asked, well, is there a slope? Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. And how uh, uh, soil? I was, as soon as I was watching Kelvin's eyes, as soon as he was saying it, you know, bark falling off a tree, I could see, like, the glimmer of acknowledgement in Calvin's eyes going, mm-hmm, I, I, I think I know what this is going to be. But then, and that's, oh, yeah. it's, it's a sad thing, though, when yes. you, with the hypoxylin, because, and as Mark made, Mark did not want to declare hypoxylin, but it got, you get closer and closer to having enough information yes. to make that determination, and there isn't much you could do. Uh, and it is everywhere. A lot of people think, oh, we got to get rid of that tree because uh, it will spread it to others. Uh, many, there are several schools of thought that that think that uh, the apoxylin spores are everywhere, that every tree has some, and that it requires the stress to kick it in. Much like oh, a, okay. if, you, if you're cold, if you have a... Uh, 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 you're very tired, or if you have a cold and they get very tired, or other issues stress related, that cold becomes worse. Same type of thing. So, I guess my question was, and I think he sort of alluded to this is this like something, oh my gosh, I better get it out of the ground now? Yeah. Or, oh, really? So is it, no, no, no. No, I said, then yes, that is a frequent question. Okay. And I would say no. Okay. No, I wouldn't worry about it. Well, the only th- the only thing you would worry about are sometimes when they're on slopes and they're relatively large trees, they fall over. Right. Yeah. Good. And the wind. Yeah, and that's what I said is initially I said, ah, don't worry about it. You know, if it's not threatening everything. <laughs> well, then he started laughing. Yeah, it's in a uh, decked-in porch ah. uh, next <laughs> to the house. And I went. Hmm. Okay, uh, now that's different. You yeah. Know, normally, you just go. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, uh, lots of oaks. If it is an oak, what it's saying, lots of oaks can stand for a considerable amount of time. Not 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 forever, but a considerable amount of time, as compared to like a hackberry or a pecan or something like that that start to gain almost immediately. Hmm. So, uh, but then yeah, then he said it's on. Uh, a decked-in porch. Yeah, that makes sense. Ne- ne- next to the house. I went, okay, we probably yeah. should talk, or you should probably call an arborist right quickly and remove it. Okay. I was just curious. No, Two- no, no. That's a good question. Thank you. Thank you. Mark is so complimentary. 210-308. I had, like, two good questions yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that's that may be a I record. I hope your ego doesn't. Uh, I think that may be a record for January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and there's a, almost a week left. I know. I can get that. I got yeah. one more today. Yeah. That's three. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, the rodeo starts on the 8th, so I wonder when okay. the, the tomato will officially be. Named. Maybe they'll have a press conference. Maybe so. Would that be kind of cool? That would be cool. Yeah. Okay. I think well, I got an impression from David that uh, it was more related to our wholesale producer than it was yes. to the rodeo. That's that's staff. the same impression I got. It was oh. production. What is that limitations? Butterfly? Okay, that butterfly there is that's not a monarch. Is that a queen? What do you see? What's it? the one that kind of looks uh, like a monarch? It's 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 not facing it's facing us the wrong direction. Oh. No, you see a, it? What is that? That's pretty. I think that's a red ad- admiral, isn't yeah. it? Oh, wow. See, okay. uh, that's what I said. It's, it's kind of a simple one. It has the orange stripe all the way around. Okay. Uh, and maybe maybe a couple of uh, spots on the on the tops of the wings. Yeah, I think that's a red admiral. All right. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah there, there are a lot of them around, and they're very attractive. And they're around now in the cold. Is that is this... What's supposed to be? Uh, there, or is that there, a- yeah, they're one I think we see through the winter here. Not not large numbers, but we we'll see occasional ones just like this one. You know, oh. I mentioned that yesterday. You know what a great pollinator plant is? What? Yes. It is a lissom. Oh. It's so fabulous. And what do we have outside on the beds? Yeah, that smells so good. Yeah, we have lots of alyssum. Okay. Well, and the other one, yeah. the other one that was right close to the alyssum. Is our uh, um, help me the Di- one that Mil- Di- Milton Di- grows? Di- Di- Anthus, yes. Yeah, Anthus. Yeah. yeah, that's another. Yeah, I, I walked out there. We have all different kinds of colors on that: lavenders, whites, reds, pinks, multicolored ones. Um, so a, a wide selection of dianthus, and it's one of those cool season. Uh, uh, annuals that I like that I like so much. It's one of the ones I recommend, was, along with snapdragons and violas, pansies. Oh, uh, let's let's see if we can get them to come back in a minute. Um, Trace needs to tell us what tomatoes they have because we had. Oh yeah, well, we had five, six, six. Varieties. I think he's six varieties he mentioned uh, last week. Okay, he didn't. He, I, he said he had six, but he didn't know all of them. Yeah, but, was, but celebrity was one. So, um, things popping up back up like perennials, uh, like the blue plumbago, let's say. Right. Well, is that okay? Well, it's it's going to take a while. March. Right. That's what I'm wondering. It's a okay. mass of sticks right now. You're, right. You're, but and there are other plants that would be much quicker in coming back. Well, I'm wondering with the weather being upper 60s and 70s, yeah. this next week are things going to be triggered? Yeah. Okay. So the the sun, the the sun and the rain. We got the rain. Oh yeah. We got the good rain, and now we got sun, so a lot of things will be popping. Well, and then we'll get the uh, the snapdragons. Will uh, most of them will move out of their their blooming paws too, and they they look just like we would predict after a, a freeze. Seems like they do this every single year. Yeah. Now the uh, of course our. The stocks don't look like they're going to come through. Um, what are their calendula out there? Yeah, the calendula out there, I'm really impressed, and they're on sale. Mm-hmm. 
the Colangelo. They're, they're both the yellow and the orange are out there. Yeah, they're I four can inch see pot. the blooms from yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they are on sale. I'm gonna. I think they're are they f- uh, the. What about what about the uh, blue bonnets? We haven't talked about. Yeah, them. I was thinking those too. Uh, the calendulas are four for five dollars. Yeah. Uh, yes, we the, have the blue bonnets are right out there, right? We, yeah, we have a table full of blue bonnets. Yeah. All colors. Have you got the blue? Uh, no, we have blue. I'm just Trace looking at the foliage, so I went, "Oh, blue bonnets, great." Trace has mentioned the blue. We'll uh, we'll double check, uh, but yeah, they're like one, two, three, fourth right. table. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're bushy. Right. So it caught my eye that it's a whole, almost a whole table. Let's say three quarters of a table, full of blue bonnets mm-hmm. and nice size blue bonnets. So it's like, get them now, get them now. Yeah, I need to get some. I need to put them in containers again. I like them in containers. I know that's not where people say they enjoy seeing them, but we got a lot of uh, herbs out there. So mm-hmm. uh, cool weather herbs like cilantro, chives, parsley, parsley, dill. Ooh, fennel. Is there fennel, fennel out there? I, well, I didn't see any fennel, but I don't doubt that we would have some. But uh, I was just thinking of that in terms of the. Uh, uh, but, butterflies. If we've got those, everything we mentioned there, then we've probably got some visits uh, by black black swallowtails yeah. because they are really drawn to those herbs. And Milton, what do we do? Panic? We, no. Oh. We've always buy two. At yes. least two. No, at least one two. One for you and one for the butterflies. Oh. Or thereabouts. Okay. More or less. Well, Rule I, of but the butterflies don't know which one is for the butterfly and which one is for me. And that's, that's why I say more or less. Okay. R- Rule of thumb. Yeah, the dill was a, a, a big butterfly attractor. I bought some so many years ago at the herb market, and then they, pr- it, much, it was gone within forty-eight hours. Pretty really. much, yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, and that's right. They was all over. <laughs> Move right through it. Well. Yeah, but then I put yeah. the caterpillars in a thing and yeah. a little. Uh, glass jar type thing and mm. they they went into their chrysalis and that was cool watching that all right 210 <laughs> where did we go we went from rodeo tomatoes to dill i don't know it was a odd path a very winding way but yeah tell us and tell us what's going on in we, your garden we also world. got to do uh, i think it's reasonable for us to do some exploring of the greenhouse because there still attracts a bunch of the customers into the, the greenhouse, so we yeah. want to so, mm-hmm. so, uh, find well, out what it is. Well, it was a couple of... <laughs> to speak of the devil. <laughs> Some more. Uh, what uh, Trace had told us that, uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, uh, during the freeze, mm-hmm. people were coming in and buying lots of house plants. House plants, yeah. From the plant. And it looks like they still are. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so we need to find out because uh, Mary gave us some uh, gave us some, some names, uh, some yesterday. names yesterday. So we'll, we'll she was impressed to... with your Diefenbachia. I thought she didn't like it though. Yeah, I know, so she wasn't impressed. She no, she was not impressed. She mocked it. Oh well, she shamed she, me for like it. Right now, she had a tone. She didn't mock you. No, but there was a tone. There was in a voice. definite tone, like Ugh. I think when she said, when I said. You know, I like Diefenbachia, and she went, oh, I think that was what hurt most. But I, but check it out online. I'm telling you, you'll yeah. like it's it. It's such a harsh name. I have a little trouble yeah. being affectionate. Uh, I like it. Uh, 
It I sounds kinda, strong. It's Diffenbachia. Like, it's, it's it's intense. Yeah. It's, it's speak of the devil. Speak, speak of yeah, yeah the devil more more or less. <laughs> uh oh, we got to be careful. Oh, uh, she's on a mission I, now. I heard that. You heard? How did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, it, it did feel that way, Mary. I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, when you went, uh, uh, no, uh, I was just jealous. Oh, okay. Uh, that, no my jealousy, Dickenbachia, uh-huh. man. I. I, I think she was just mocking you because that was the only plant that you oh, could okay. remember from the greenhouse. Pretty much. Okay. Oh, no. No, no, no. All right. 210. I'm sorry, Mary. I didn't mean to. <laughs> we, we need to take a quick break, though. So all right. We do this to That's Trace all the time. That's what he usually does when he's when Trace under comes pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go to a break. And when we it's come back. Mary or, we're gonna Bre- t- or Trace. Yeah. We're going to talk to uh, Richard about, the, about Weed Free Zone. This is a good question, Richard. Oh, so don't go anywhere. Excellent. Back right after this on uh, Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Just a reminder, if you're frustrated with your current pest control company and they're not working for you, if you're just trying to decide on one because maybe you're new to San Antonio, uh, why don't you go with a company that's not new to San Antonio, that's been making people happy, homeowners and businesses, since 1976, and that's Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, You'll love working with them. They do a great job, and uh, I like the fact that they look at the problem holistically. Not only what is the problem, but what's causing it and how do we fix both. So uh, whether it's rodents and raccoons in the attic or whether it is uh, ants in the cupboard or roaches or whatever you got, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control can help you, and you'll enjoy working with them, too. They're super, super nice people. 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or go SpidermanPest.com. Com. All righty. We go back to the phone lines at 210-308-8867. Richard's got a question about weed-free zone. Richard, what's going on, man? How can we help you? Uh-oh, Richard, are you still there? Okay, we're not hearing Richard, um, Al. So we don't know if he's gone or... Well, let's put oh. him on hold, and then Al will tell me if he's back on. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I really hope to hear from Richard because it's yeah, a great we were, question. It is a good question. We were, we were uh, discussing amongst ourselves here during the break, and mm-hmm. uh, like to, I would like to hear him. I finally got you something to use, zebra moth. Oh, okay. Ants to zebra yeah, moth. Yeah, it's ants to zebra moth. All right. Richard, we're going to try to come back to you now, see if you're there, at 210-308-8867. You still there, Richard? Can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you. What's going on? Um, are our temperatures still too low to apply wheat-free zone? We're going to throw it to Trace. That's, that's exactly what I wanted to discuss with you. So that, Trace? That window is uh, 40 to 85 before the new growth really starts going. So you have to watch the weatherman that you count on. And see what he says. If you got a three-day window of that with no rain, then yes. Mm. See, I always like sixty-five. I always like six, I just sixty-five. Play safe and wait a couple but months. But well, it's it's night and day, so you got to look at the whole day, what the low and the high is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and you want that weather pattern for at least three days after spraying. So, what would he be using? What would you be using it for, Richard? 
Oh, good um, well, I have a common Bermuda lawn, but just about everything's come up. I got clover, I got dandelion. Mm. I got. You got a little bed straw in there too? I do not. Oh wow! Well, I'll we'll get you some if you need it. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's talk pre-emergent herbicides because that's uh, the next thing you really need to be thinking about. So you need to get a pre-emergent herbicide out probably in the next two to six weeks, depending on the way the weather's going. And st- you'll stop a lot of that stuff from ever even coming up. Now, what you see that's coming up now may be spring stuff. It may be winter stuff. So you also got to make sure you do a fall treatment of the pre-emergent, and you do that for the rest of the time you own the house, uh, just to stop the things from coming up. It's a whole lot easier to control weeds by not having them in the first place. That being said, uh, what is your mowing height? Um, right now, during the winter, I've got to set it at its lowest setting. Which is? I'm, I'm assuming about half an inch, quarter of an inch. Oof. Okay, so half inch is great. Um, keep it there, and when it starts to grow, you still keep it there. And yeah, the Bermuda's get, dormant. It's just everything else right, is green. Right, but when, when it, well, you still want to mow it because they're going to end up going to seed and causing more issues. But once, a, once the Bermuda starts growing, you're going to need to keep it at that half an inch Never more than an inch. And most of those weeds that would come up in that will not be able to store enough reserves to keep coming back from being cut that short. All righty. Thanks for the info. You bet, Richard. Thanks for keep calling. It, keep us informed, Richard, yeah. will you? Yeah. That's, uh, you got a lot of good information yeah. there. I'm, gl- I'm glad Trace mentioned about the mowing because mowing is a great way to keep the weeds under control. Um, you're reducing their energy, plus you're trying to eliminate their seed development on that. You don't see very many weeds in the middle of a putting green, no. and they keep it short. Well, on the rescue grass, if you don't keep well, that mode, it's like uh, having a wheat field there. We, we talked about that yesterday. Uh, it's like, yes, uh, the rescue grass and the poa, try to keep it cut as often as you can, if you, if you have a difficulty with Looks it. Looks good, even. Looks good, and yeah. uh, you uh, keep it from uh, uh, producing as much seed. And if you have the capability of bagging, uh, I would right, definitely that, be doing that too. Yeah, that's why I was crossing my high head. That's why I hesitate oh, so for you, a moment. So the seeds don't right, right. So you're not dropping the seeds back down to create okay. more of a problem. Okay. So if we were talking about pre-emergent, which ones were are we talking about? Well, so there's multiple pre-emergence, and they all do different things. So uh, what's readily available is dimension. That's going to target mostly the grassy weed seeds. So it would be the poa-ana, it uh-huh. would be the uh, rescue grass, and crabgrass. Uh, then the other extreme would be the uh, gallery. Mm-hmm. And in the old days, we used to call it portraits. That's right, chemical right. Portrait. That's the way I learned it. Yeah, um, that one is going to target a big selection of broadleaf weeds, not so many grasses. And as of right now, we still have a few bags of crew, which is literally the two combined in one bag. So you're getting the best of both pre-emergence. Okay, but that's limited. They stopped. Right. They stopped producing the smaller bag. Oh wow! I bought everything they had last fall. Okay. So once the small bags are gone, I'll have to go to a 50-pound bag. Oh. Either 40 or 50. Mm-hmm. How much area does a small bag cover, did you say? I did not, but I believe it's 3,000 for most situations. 3,000 square feet? Correct. 
So I guess that's average house that's sits on big. between five and six. By the time you take away driveways and sidewalks right. and oh, house, okay. yeah, that, that's, yeah. All right, cool. And by the way, I'm guessing that. Um, where where does the conversation start if when they come here, kind of find somebody and say, okay, these are the weeds I think I have, or uh, samples are always best. Oh, good, okay. But uh, you know, nowadays or, most people bring pictures, but yeah. Sam- yeah. samples are wonderful. Okay, our our eyes are not what they used to be. <laughs> well, well, and you, and you so the photo will have multiple. Mm-hmm. Multiple plants in it. It's oh, that's true, too. Sometimes it's hard uh, to discern which one is we which. We also need to know what kind of grass it's in. Yeah, okay, gonna, like he had Bermuda, which right. is... So that's going to make a difference. And the timing. Uh, t- Trace right. made a point of uh, talking about the timing. When did it start growing? Right, so... Has it set any the, seed yet? Yeah, uh, in the past, we, in the spring, we, you know, sometime around Valentine's Day. And then mm. again in a- April... Right, I, I usually do it at first week of April, uh, February and first week of April. Uh, Works in March for, for first too. And then in the it's fall better, again, it's we better do to it. be too early than yeah. too late, Milton. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, it is a pre-emergent. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So earlier than April sometimes. Okay. Six weeks apart. Yeah, we've gotten the, and I know we've gotten the weed-free zone question a lot. So. Well, it's really the only, other than glyphosate products, it's really the only one that will work with the temperatures that we have roughly now. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, so, if you look at the... So the next most popular products are going to have 60 to 90 degree windows. Okay. Some years you wake up in the morning and it's below 60, and the same day it's above 90, mm-hmm. you shouldn't use them. Because it was below 60? And, uh, well, below 60 just means it won't work very effectively. Uh, above 90 oh, above means 90. it's going to start doing damage to the grass. Yeah. Okay. Or volatilizing. Uh, and, and there's a there's a few other pre-emergence and and post-emergence as well. So samples are always wonderful. Okay. Yeah. And knowing what kind of grass. Bring them it's in. in. Do you care what kind of Ziploc bag they use, or you care what kind I of baggie? Don't care what. Okay. They, they can they can have it in their hip pocket. <gasps> wow, y'all have gotten more liberal on that. Used to be they had to have that little baggie that y'all sold. Or no, it had to be in a paper lunch insects, bag, brown paper bag. No, insects, insects are much nicer to be in something closed yeah. in. What was your What was your experience way back when when someone brought like a grass snake or something and plopped it on the the porch? Did you remember that story? No. Did you no. just make it up? No, I thought I remembered that when they were up here, and I I don't know what this is, and I think I, I remember. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, for all the years all of us have been involved, we certainly have probably gone through all of the experiences. So yesterday we were walking to the car. Yeah. And my wife starts screaming. And she said, there's a snake. There's a snake. And I'm thinking, it's too cold. So they're, not, they're not out. They're not running around. And it was about eight, nine inches long, and it was an earthworm. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was huge. It was a big earthworm. It was. Uh, so she was like, well, what do I do with it? And so I just picked it up and <laughs> threw it in the yard. And yeah, let it, let kept, it do kept its going. thing. Yeah. She said, why did it come out? Well, it's been raining. Yeah, it's yeah, been raining. They don't want to drown. Uh, we put up some tarps um, to kind of keep the, to give the the uh, cats someplace to hide. Uh, and uh, after all the rain that we had, we took down the tarps, and there were tons of worms under the tarps. Did you go fishing? Th- those worms were happy. We could have. 
Uh, but yeah, they were big old worms, not eight or nine inches. That's huge. It, it was the uh, biggest <laughs> earthworm I think I'd ever seen. You should have taken it and mounted it on the wall with a little. <laughs> right next to the axis here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. I don't want to get to it now because I, I don't think we can have enough time to devote to it. If we do, go for it. But uh, we were going to talk about the varieties of tomatoes that we have. Uh, we'll wait uh, until yeah, after, gotta, after the news. Uh, but, yeah, we got that. And then there were other things. Uh, roses. But we'd had those last right. week. We, I got think. Our, we got our antique roses in oh, good. as well as the yeah. uh, Lady Banksias. Oh, good. Uh, knockouts or I can't remember. Mm, there might be a No, we're looking at those. antiques mostly. Uh, I, I, there was a few varieties that they didn't ship. So uh, Calvin's favorite, I think, was uh, Highway 290 or something like that. Katie Road. Katie Road. That one didn't yeah. come in. Okay, not yet, huh? They didn't, they didn't send in any yeah. of the related... Uh, Bergheim blossoms, you know. Nope. Yeah. But mine showed up. Oh, the uh, metabolus? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's pretty cool, and uh, that's a good Valentine's... Oh, yeah, and we'll talk, too, a little about Valentine's Day gift ideas, maybe from some of the... I don't know, does, uh, from the uh, greenhouse? Well, that's where most everybody's going to go. Yeah, I know. Uh, so we got to... Great selection of houseplants. Uh, we'll also be bringing in some specialty color things like Riger begonias and calanchos. Ooh, okay. African violets, orchids. Yeah, I was yeah say that's orchids. Gonna, we wondered about the orchids. So they're coming in. Uh, yes. Not here yet. Well, he tried to bring them today, and I told him it's like three, two and a half weeks away. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so just. Uh, when do you think? When is it safe if uh, you want to buy them for Valentine's Day? The Kind of the, by the, 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 lo- the longer you procrastinate, the better, and then you don't have to hide it. Oh, good point. Yeah, you'll have to come up with good hiding places. Uh, you have any suggestions on hiding places well, for I, I, that gift? Well, you I got? work. I work here, so I can procrastinate <laughs> all the way to the very end. Yeah, you can just put it somewhere and take care of it. But I always have to have it before I leave for work, so I I will leave it in my vehicle overnight. Okay, and put it on the counter but not during the day. Overnight, ah, just overnight. We shouldn't have said anything. Now she's going to be well, looking. No, she knows. But oh, she's okay. not listening. Okay. All right. Uh, so we'll find out all about uh, the tomatoes and other things uh, in a second. But our phone number again, 210-308-8867. Uh, still, if you want to, you can call them with rain reports. We're interested around town where folks got rain and how much you got. That's uh, 210-308-8867. And uh, we'll mention again that the uh, Milkweed Seminar uh, next Saturday is full, so uh, bum, 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 bum. yeah. There's going to be other ones. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, two other ones. One in New Braunfels, one in uh, Medical Center, and then there's also uh, the tomato. You, you may want to participate. Yeah, and the tomato. Those are next month. One here at Millburgers, and also one at the uh, Education Resource Center over there in Medical Center. Okay. So uh, you can call 497-3760. That's 210-497-3760. And you can get on the list, which is half full now, for the uh, Rodeo Tomato uh, workshop that Calvin's going to be doing. What? No, I just uh, I, I didn't hear Calvin say that yet. What? That it's half full. Oh, yeah, 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 it's half okay. full. All right. 
just run or repeat that half full or half empty and so on is, so is the uh, uh the program uh for, uh, for next uh for march yeah two march two March 2 uh, is the butterf- another butterfly and hummingbird. Oh, and Texas Independence Day. Butterfly is and milkweed. And that that is uh, half full, so there's a lot, a lot of opportunity there. That's over by the medical center. Relatively easy to find. Okay. So uh, you'll find uh, the information on the upcoming seminars and stuff that are going to be here at Millburgers at millburgernursery.com. That's Millburger. Nursery.com. What else can you find on, on sale that website? Items. Sale items, that's right. Mm-hmm. You can get uh, old, uh, uh, get information on plants and stuff there too. So check out and get the newsletter at MillburgerNursery.com. We'll take a break, be back in a moment. Uh, come visit with us at 9 30 a.m. The answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210 210- 308-8867, the number to be a part of the show as we're broadcasting live uh, from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. Looks like the gardening hormones are kind of kicking in because uh, folks are out here uh, to eyeball what they're checking out. Uh, they've got the herbs and the, oh, there's some of the blue bonnets too. I'm watching some people over there. Oh, that was a question House plants, we had. cyclamen. I should have strawberries this week. Ooh, Ooh. good. Theoretically. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we need to do a thing on growing strawberries, and uh, we're gonna try to. I'm, I'm gonna try to make the call and get your your bat house lady on. Okay. Okay, for next week. So yep. you're gonna be here. We're right? working on it. I, I need to know before they come back so I can do whatever it is to coax them in. Okay. All right. You have a little time. It won't be till warm weather. So, uh, but we we get Milton and I are working on various angles. Yeah. So you got some time, but you're here next Saturday, right? Yes. Theoretically. No, yeah, <laughs> unless I crash and burn or something. No, don't do that. Okay, we'll be here because we'll have the thing. All right, so we got the same four varieties yes. still. That's good. And what are they? Again? They are. Let's see if I remember: Celebrity, Tycoon, uh, Thunderbird, and Red Snapper. Correct. Yeah, and those are all good varieties. I think if I have to guess, the ones that are two that people like the most they're they're big tomatoes, are uh, the Tycoon and Celebrity. Uh, but the other two is performing. Red snapper. Red snapper too. You know what? Aren't aren't those all all those have been rodeo tomatoes, haven't they? Oh yeah. I don't know about celebrity. I'm not sure about celebrity. I'm not, well. Long time ago, way back in the distant past, yeah. Ice Age maybe. <laughs> yes. I think it's celebrity might have been a Texas superstar. I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> ever a rodeo. Well, okay. uh, well that, I, I'm pretty sure. Yes, I'm, I'm looking at Calvin. We're both we're both thinking, and it's very hard for us. And we're both uh, thinking. Was Celebrity a radio uh, radio tomato? I'm pretty sure it was a Texas superstar. You may be right. I don't know about the the rodeo. Okay. Because that didn't start until much later. But we know that uh, Tycoon has an interesting relationship to this show. Yes. Do you remember that? No. Um, When it was almost as good as it is now, 
guarded secret as to what the rodeo tomato was. Uh, someone let it slip. Ah. To to our right was tycoon, and uh, but uh, I don't think of. I, There's a reason he, we're not telling him anymore. <laughs> Is that it? I shouldn't have <laughs> no, said well, it. Actually, he he hey. knows, but he forgot. He, uh, oh, he does? Okay. One of the commercial growers said, oh. Why? you know, we were talking about uh, one of the uh, viruses or fungal diseases that was affecting the tomatoes. And he said, why don't you guys promote Tycoon? <laughs> and I said, well, I don't know. Tell me about it. Uh huh. So I went back to the show and uh, started talking about uh, you know, promoting Tycoon. And it turned out that was the road. <laughs> road oh, tomato that happened? Okay. <laughs> And of course, uh, oh boy, everybody likes tycoon. Uh, a lot of people do. Yeah. We have not had. I don't think we've gotten um, a negative. I'll put it. We. I don't think we've gotten a call that wasn't positive about tycoon. People really do like it. People were really upset when they thought it was going away. Well, it was it was such a uh, when when it emerged or when it showed up, it was just a amazing development because it uh, kind of overcame. That spreading one of the was it the mites or uh, one of the insects? Was, oh, okay. Was carrying the disease and wiping out the tomatoes, and then yeah. then they intervened with uh, tycoon and stopped. St- well, that st- was a stopped. it was the best introduction since Merced. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That no, you can't get Merced. I know. I like Merced. We still have people call us and want to know where they can get it. There's no place to get it? Mm. Okay. Not even seeds? Mm. Oh, man. No, that that was the problem. Oh, they stopped doing the seeds? Correct. Oh, okay. So we are a uh, microscopic part of the seed industry here in oh. Texas. So if growers don't want it? Well, if the seed producer deems it uh, too small of a market, they're, they're not competing. Gonna spend the effort. They're competing. So each the, the, the few seed producers that are left have to come up with something better to if they're going to oh, take okay. over the market. Okay. So that's that's kind of the process. And uh and it's been it's been positive. Uh, I think the tomato quality of tomatoes has improved considerably over three oh, years. since Merced? Well, I don't know about for over the years it has because you you think back to the the uh, Tomatoes that were available at the grocery stores yeah. early in the process compared to the the ones that are there now. And, and they were all regional, too. Hmm. I can remember Big Boy, Best Boy, I don't uh, th- a I few don't other th- ones back home. So. Oh, yeah, back home in Michigan. Yeah. All right, 210. So we have those. We have them now. They're in the greenhouse. Um, and then... Uh, Again, Calvin's uh, workshop will be here on the uh, 24th. Okay. Did I get that right? Yeah, the 7th, the 10th. Wait. Yeah, that's right. The, the workshop for the uh, tomatoes. You have rodeo tomatoes. Yeah. So you can be a part of that, too. That's just, free. It's just too, too cold. Now, Trace, when we first mentioned that, Trace uh, mentioned that uh, this is one of the if you wanted to have a fast production of high-quality tomatoes, potting up was the way to uh-huh. go. I remember in the rural areas in, uh, well, like Minnesota, the, the small-town newspapers, yeah, we, uh, every year there'd be 
the first tomato is is here, and almost every time yeah. when you checked it out, it was they had potted up the tomatoes. You know, oh. it was kind of like a okay, they're 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 ready to be ripe, so yeah. let's put plant them in the yeah. in the garden. Um, but uh, that, that's a, that's the way it worked. It worked really well. The guys were asking about blue bonnets. We know you got them. Yep, they so were asking about the color. Uh, mostly blue. I, I, right. I think all blue, actually. Okay. Um, and then what else uh, did we talk about at the end of the hour? What, what else was coming in? I know you mentioned it, but I don't know if it was during the break or coming up in the break. We talked about the crepe myrtles. We talked oh. about antique roses. We oh. talked about tomatoes. That and new, we talked about blue bonnets. The new crepe myrtle that we were talking about. I found out it's not going to be here till May. Okay, so this time. But all those others are here, including that double dynamite. And the one that you are so there are there other three to four foot varieties in right now, or that uh, that's I coming think, in May six. I think there's a couple. Okay. A couple of varieties over there now. All right. So the tag it, will have it. So right. you know what I wish? This is a setup. I wish that uh, there was a great tree that I could buy right now. Uh, that was like half price because it had the name Christmas in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are two here. The living Christmas trees, yeah, are on sale. They're right to our left. There's still some good selection. Are there both varieties there? Yes. Yes, they're, yeah. they're both uh, the Aleppo and the Italian Stone Pine. All right. And they're both great. Uh, the Aleppo is going to have more of a traditional oval crown canopy. And then the uh, Italian stone pine is going to have, uh, when it matures, it will have a flat-type canopy. Uh, when you think or see pictures of Tuscany, mm-hmm. and you see these tall trees, kind of a flat flat canopy, that's what these will be. Okay, and you can Google them yeah. to see the pictures. That's what I did, because I didn't understand uh, when you all were describing. Which one has kind of has the... That uh, was the, the umbrella look. Yeah. Okay. But I did say right now, just when it matures, so when it's younger, it will it will have more of an oval canopy okay. like the uh, uh, the Aleppo does. Now, so when you you talk about oval, it always struck me when we were working on that project at uh, the bases that the Aleppo was kind of straight trunk. Right. Like a. Uh, like like a pine tree or, that we, yeah yeah, yeah that Norway pine or something. yeah 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 so what what do you mean by oval I mean the canopy is oval shape okay oh, at the so, top yeah the so the, from the lower branches to the top branches it's more more of an oval not oval. just not just straight up not just well yeah no no the trunk is straight up but then the canopy uh, the, all the needles are, are and the branches are kind of an oval shape mm-hmm. uh, big big round. Uh, although I don't want to say round, it's uh, ovalish on that. Whereas you like that word "ish," right? Yeah, I know. I do. I love it. Just like you, I love that word "ish." It solves a lot of problems. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, we have them on sale. Yep, and we have some available half price. And if you, if they come before the show ends, uh, Mark will help you pick one out. Yes, I will. Oh, cool. All right. I was just joking, but that'd be nice. And you'll autograph it. <laughs> I don't know about that. So oh, okay. uh, it's they, uh, at this point in time, at this uh, later date, it's easier to tell which one is which. Okay. Oh. Okay. 
and I, and I can explain that for those. It's hard, it's hard to explain uh, over the radio, but I, if anybody comes by, and I encourage everybody to come by, I'll tell you. Yeah, so I'll I tell you how you. Do I it. need. To, I think they need one of each. Okay. Oh, I yeah, definitely. Okay, and uh, put it fifteen feet from the house. That is correct. Did I get that right? Yeah. So we talked about that yesterday. Uh, is a medium height tree, thirty-five to fifty-five, sixty feet. Uh, traditionally, that has a minimum of 15 feet away from a house, 15, 20 feet away from a house. And that's not necessarily for a slab or anything like that. It's issues of maintenance and the longevity of the tree. Uh, All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866 Zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We mentioned the opportunity with uh, pre-emergence guys. What are some other things? Oh, I forgot to ask Trace my normal question. When he comes back, we'll ask him. Um, what are uh, some other things that folks should be doing right now during this nice warm break uh, in the cold weather? Well, I would. I, I was assessing my uh, vegetables and seeing which ones uh, um, that I. Could still harvest and right. and see which ones the uh, expectations were going to perk up and and I I think the only ones that really don't look very promising are the uh, uh, cauliflower yep. and the uh, oh what's the other one with the heads uh, the broccoli broccoli broccoli. Yeah. No, yeah. I think, and I think the broccoli is a little bit better than the cauliflower. Yeah, you should, so yeah, yeah. Gonna, you, I, th- I think cauliflower is. Kind of garnish. Yeah, well, yeah. we don't expect, but only we only expect one head from cauliflower, and I got those. Oh, okay. And then broccoli, we ha- I did not harvest my they, those big heads. I should have, because now they would be producing a, a bunch of the small the small heads. Brussels sprouts, of course, are going strong. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And spinach going strong. Okay. Carrots are per- yep. perked up. That, really well. uh, radishes. Yeah. So. But that's what's happening right now in terms of the garden. But are there things that people should be doing right now? I was just saying we mentioned the pre-emergence. Uh, well, like this week I thought is there just if you're, you're going to grow potatoes, you need to be okay thinking about that pretty Do quickly. You should say like like February first. It was our kind of target date. That's all. I always. Yeah. That's the way. That'll be next yeah. Thursday. Yeah, it works. Well, hopefully, yeah. mine are in by then. Oh, good. Okay. Hopefully. Yeah, that was the next question. And do you have those in? Uh, I ordered, ordered them. Not necessarily everything shows up, but I did order them. There was some exciting news. Uh, I have a new sales rep for the uh, that Dwarf Texas Sage. Oh. oh. Remember I said it wasn't available? It wasn't yeah. Available. Right, 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 right. So he says he's going to make some available. Oh, that's cool. So another week, week or two, we'll probably place something from uh, from them. So maybe, so, by, maybe so, by the end okay. of February, we'll yeah, get you, you want to tell the radio audience on that? That's what you and I were looking at yeah, was this past summer. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, it's Microburst no, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And there's also one called San Antonio Rose, which is a pink bloomer mm. uh, that, that they grew. So uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Cool. And then soon. So what is yeah. it? What does dwarf in this case mean? Uh if I remember correctly, it was two to three feet. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which up until that's, now, yeah. four to five with uh, Silverado and Desperado uh, was the uh, 
shortest of the bunch. That'll be interesting. So how would you use it? Would you kind of use it like the same thing you were talking about, the crepe myrtles? with the It could, that sure. Little area? Uh, I'm going to plant some along my uh, fence line. Okay. So they'll get sun from probably about 11 to end of the day. Just okay. to try them out. Yeah. So that's why I would do it on the uh, your boundary with your neighbor if it got full sun or right. mostly sun. That's what I would do. So you could, if you're between your neighbor and there wasn't any any offense or anything like that, oh, you'd plant okay. along the along the boundary line. Are you trying to use it as a screen? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. no, no, no just small. Uh, just yeah. uh, just identifying. Just, okay. That. So the neighbor doesn't come and mow your yard instead. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But it I don't was, think that happened. I don't <laughs> think so either. I was like, "Wow, that's never happened." Uh, <laughs> now, Tra- Trace and I did not see each other at the uh, at the summer convention, but a week later, we were talking about it uh, right here or on yeah, the air, we and, and, and we we're both very excited about it. Yes, uh, because it was really the examples that they have on the floor were, uh, and, and the information that they had was very promising. That's it great. Was three brothers. If I remember correctly, that's the outfit. No, no, or that's the... The, it. Was three brothers that started this growing operation with their father. Oh, how cool! And uh, expanded it. Okay. And they had some other plants that we'll look at um, that were promising. They had a, a new desert willow, and uh, um, I can't remember if it was oh, a yeah, mountain well, laurel that they were working on mm-hmm. or something like that, but. Uh, they bunch, had some other new, stuff. A bunch were, of new yuccas. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but so. They, so new red yuccas. Uh, I remember you brought the desert willow. It had a, a really cool name, but I can't remember it. Better than Bubba? Well, different, yeah, yeah, different so than was, Bubba. Yeah, it was different than was Bubba. Sweet, but sweet it, Bubba but something. It, That's it. Bubba, yeah, but Bubba had, was, was one of the parents. Okay, so like sweet Bubba, I think so, or fragrant yeah. Bubba. or uh, uh, Maybe ooh, another wee. Mexican olive, too, that they were working oh, on. Oh, man. Well, it was the, the, they were new. And kind of innovative and very energetic, and uh, they were a wholesaler out of kind of like New Mexico us, no. or, or Arizona. I think, it was, I think it was Arizona. Yeah. And the weirdest thing is, he's growing plants for Texas. Oh, I mean, will they work other places? Sure, but yeah. their main market was going to be Texas. Texas. That makes sense. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I, oh, so yeah, it was a fragrant desert willow. Yeah, I remember it being a funny color. Yeah. Oh, that, too. It was that Aggie color. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Is there a certain color that? Well, I can't. we oh, we love Bubba because you know, of the dark lavender, dark purplish yeah. color. Okay. It. Anything that uh, is, uh, resembles and or makes you think of an Aggie effort uh, create makes you very creative and very intelligent. And, uh, isn't that true? I don't feel well. I have to go take a break. 210-308-8867. Kind of loose definitions on the Aggie color, too. 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break and come back in a moment and uh, give a talk about your calls and talk about more gardening stuff right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Oh 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. And we're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Boulevard Road, where it's a nice, beautiful day. No wind and not a cloud in the sky, uh, except for Calvin. Everyone uh, thinks it's pleasant out here. Calvin thinks it's a little cold. Are you still cold? Yeah, because I know I have my jacket in the car. Oh. And so it uh, always makes me a little cool when I don't have access to it. Okay. 210-308-8867 is the number to call or come on by like so many other folks that are here today and visit with us. Trace, we always ask. I'm setting them up. What's uh, what, what kind of questions do you get during the week? Well, I wasn't here this week. Oh, never mind. <laughs> well, well, it might be yeah. just as interesting. What yeah. were you doing? Yeah. No, no, I don't know if he wants to say. Uh, I built my first cabinet for what? My kitchen. So. How exciting! That's pretty cool. It's how's, all right. it, how's it doing? Uh, I still got to put the door faces on it, yeah. but it took me like ten times longer than I thought it would. Oh, okay. Measure twice, cut once. Yeah, I still messed that up a couple times. <laughs> Um, well, normally, Trace, what kind of questions do you get? What's your most popular question the past few weeks? Grass. 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 And it just so happens that I noticed Neil had a couple of grass questions. No, I had no idea. Yesterday as well. Okay. So we've got another grass question for you, Trace. Yeah. So uh, the, 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 ma- the main one is, is the questions that I got is availability. And then, so when do we start getting into the grass, the so, whole grass situation? So we never stop. Um, it's always weather permitting, and we have to go with what they say is ready. So right now in St. Augustine, it's going to be Raleigh, uh, which is the most commonly used because it's the least expensive. But it's not the best in any one circumstance. Uh, we have uh, access to FJ Select, mm-hmm. Palmetto, uh, Limited Floritam, and the newest one, Pro Vista. Right. That's the one I would want. Uh, all the Bermudas we can't harvest right now. Uh, and on the zoysias, we can only get emerald. Which one? Emerald. Emerald. The emerald. one. Of the that's the one you and I like from long, long, long time and ago. So, and my I daughter, had it my yard, yeah. My daughter has emerald, and it's still green. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, we have lots of uh, different ones, uh, which will become more available as the weather gets warmer. Uh, the medium bladed ones and the fine bladed ones, uh, but that's the one you and I grew up with was the emerald. Or at least I, I remember mowing back uh, in Michigan. There, there, there was only two when it first came out yeah. that I can remember stocking. Meyer in, Emerald and, and El Toro. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Meyer was. Uh, it's El Toro, but then Meyer came in for a short period of time, and then Jammer took over on the medium-bladed ones, and El Toro. Yeah. And so those were in the days where everybody sold grass plugs, Milton. Oh, okay, where you were... Where it looked like a flat of bedding plants, but it was just individual little two-inch-by-two-inch two plugs of grass. Yeah, I still see sometimes as uh, as I walk through stuff that people, I think they take, they'll buy the the uh, the sod, and then they'll just break it apart and put it in to, yeah, to I, save money. I, I see that, yeah. And how does that work? Uh, they're, that, not, they're not really saving themselves any money because now they're going to have areas that they're watering. And the weeds are going to just oh. be atrocious. Okay. Yeah, I was. I think I've asked that before, and I got a negative. Um, if you if you can't afford to do the whole thing at once, yeah, do one section at a time. Start by the house and work your way outward. Yeah. Tell us. Well, tell we've us, even had tell that us about that that new uh, uh, Provisa. Provisa. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, 
Scott's company has the the uh, rights to that, mm-hmm. and it was bred with quite a few grasses, uh, Floritan being one of them. So the drought tolerancy is there, uh, better than any other St. Augustine's. Uh, the disease resistance is better. Uh, mm-hmm. Palmetto and FJ are in there somewhere, so the shade resistance is better. Uh, but what I like is because you know we were talking about weed killers earlier right so all weed killers are temperature sensitive except Except. for glyphosate Mm -hmm. it works no matter how cold or hot uh it doesn't work very fast when it's cold but it still works that can be sprayed right over the top of the provista for weed control so if you have an existing issue amongst that you just spray roundup you don't worry about you don't have to be you don't have to be really precise with it you just spray it Right, because the grass doesn't care. Walk around spraying it, drink your coffee, yeah. (laughs) That's it. And be done with it. There are are a lot of glyphosates on the market, too, so it's not just... Make sure it's pure. Pure glyphosate. No no other stuff in it. Okay, yeah, so... Like Roundup Extended Control, for example. Yeah. That's not... That would not be... That would not be appropriate. No, they have a a Picloram one in there. Do we have a... A pad, one of the demonstration pads mm-hmm. that shows the ProVista. The very last one for the gate back there. Where you turn so in, case, in case folks want to see that. Yeah. Right. Now, it's not a whole lot to look at right now because yeah. of the, the color, but uh, when it is uh, functioning great, it has a deeper, richer green on top of all those better uh, attributes than the other St. Augustines. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, did I mad- imagine it or did the... Uh, so the Bermuda grass, some, some of the Bermuda grass that ter- turned green was growing. Uh, now, now after the cold, now of course it's uh, dormant again. Yeah. Or, yeah. Did I, or, or did I just was well, it just dormant the whole time? Because of the bl- blade width, sometimes you get the poa in there, and it looks very similar. Uh, Rusky grass is wider, but uh, but yeah. So generally, after the first freeze, the uh, uh, Bermuda is going to be dormant. What do you think? And uh, it's a complex relationship because of it, depending on how much sun it gets and yeah. what the, uh, when the rain first started. Of course, that uh, that had a major factor too. Now, now when it's all got seven inches, they they're less uh, less of a problem staying green for a while. Anyway, um, are people going to when when is the planting Bermuda by seed time coming? I know the soil May. has to be a certain temperature. May ish. Yeah. So you shouldn't even put it out before May. It would be no. a waste of resources. Okay. Birds would like it. Yeah, I was going to say it just it becomes bird food. Uh, or it's such a small seed it could blow away or wash oh. away. Oh, I didn't. The wash away makes sense. I guess I didn't think about the the blow away, but the wash away is right. Yeah. So, had, yeah. Soil has to be really warm. How quickly does it germinate when the soil is uh, warm? Fast. Really? Yeah. Lots well, of, in lots fact, of moisture though. So. Okay. In fact, you could be mowing it. We used to say you expect to be mowing it after three weeks after planting. Okay. With consistent moisture. Okay. So, well, yeah. So we were talking again um, uh, about uh, different things to to be doing now. You mentioned the pre-emergent. Did we get to some other things? We mentioned the veggies. Uh, any other things with chemicals or with uh, well, compost? This is a wonderful time no. to oh. compost, so, compost over the yard. So we're, yeah, we're, I usually recommend it in February, so we're almost there. So composting. And if you haven't uh, core aerated, 
in the last two right years. You should probably think about that and then put the yep. compost on right behind that. And where do you get an aerator? Rented? Rental we places. Rent What's that? A rental, any of the rental they places. They, have the air? Right. they rent it to anyone. <laughs> you want me to come by the house, Calvin, and do some aeration? No, I was, no, no. I'll do no. it when you're not there. But that, that that's not a bad question because that situation has changed quite a bit on where you can. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it used to it used to be all the big box stores you could get them, and then there plus there were specialty rentals. Now a few, some of the box stores have them, but not all. No, yeah, no, it's specialty places that yeah. rental. Uh, I, w- I drove by one of the Kubota places on I-10, and I wondered about that. I said, oh, is there a Kubota aerator? I was wondering. I may have to check that out. So, some of them will provide you with the trailer so you can pull it. Or uh, others others will charge you, and then they'll deliver it to you. You have the um, the spreader. Do you ever do you spread compost? I was going to ask you to no. tell about your method. Yeah, no. You don't spread compost you, with the spreader? You can't. Oh, it's too thick? It's too thick. You'll break the spreader. Oh, okay. So don't do that. No. Nope. So how do you recommend the, the, the tried and true <laughs> trace so, method? So if you've got a big area, I would suggest bulk, which is not going to be from us. Okay. Um, and if you're going to do from us, then the bags. So mm-hmm. my, my favorite method is carry the bag to where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Slice one end, pick up the other end, and start walking backwards. Okay. And it all just starts falling out. And then you come back with a bow rake upside down to so using the flat side. Mm-hmm. And that's how oh, you spread yeah, it. Oh, yeah, okay. You don't want to use the tine side down. Otherwise, you'll be ripping the grass right out of the ground. We used to, when I... How far will it spread I, from... I the, wrote a number of articles. Depends on how thick you put it. Yeah, it's a three-dimensional oh, thing. So okay. uh, most of the bags are going to be like a, a one or one and a half cubic foot. Uh, so obviously, at a quarter inch, it's going to go twice as far as if we put it at a half inch thick. Okay. So it really just depends on how thick to get you an accurate number. No, I do. I do a different step. I do it. I put it in a wheelbarrow and then use my round blade or even a coal shovel and and take it out of the wheelbarrow and toss it. Into the huh. into the air, and let it settle that way. Yeah, I used to call it a day a daydream job, because you do. I used to recommend you just get a put a pile there and you uh, enjoy the weather, get the exercise, and and spread it. You don't have to be fussy, yeah. uh, and it uh, uh, you just go to it. Yeah. And then you think about your favorite movie or Can your favorite. You, star, and again, you star. use the 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 rake that. Trace mentioned the bow rake. Yeah, upside down, and you just smooth it out. Like Calvin said, you just sit there and can you put compost on too thick or too too. thin? You can put it on too thick. You bet. Okay. Uh, Too thin. I mean, you could do it more frequently if you did it thin. But uh, if you put it too thick on, say, zoysia, for example, it's going to suffocate the rhizome. So how thick is too thick? Depends on what you can get to sift down through. I, I, on a zoysia, I'd rather you do it thin multiple times okay. than to do a bunch at once. Okay. Half and, half an inch, you're saying. Yeah. Oh, above, really? above a half an inch. I, mean, I, I was thinking three-quarter an inch. Probably too much. An okay. inch is probably too much. Oh, right. wow. Okay. And will you notice something but, but, right but, away? But as Trace said, it depends on the on what you're putting well, it green up. 
pretty much, or it, maybe not now because everything's well, kind of dormant. In general, it'll give you similar results to what a fertilizer would. Uh, it's not something that's in lieu of fertilizer. You don't do this instead of fertilizing. You do this to supplement. Okay. And maybe do it. Spring or like, fall. Yeah, I was going to say. It's well, got to be, be cool. Okay, so spring and fall, and then we do a fall fertilization, right? Or is it winter? Uh, so you got you could possibly fit four in depending on the, the weather. Okay. So the first fertilization would be after you've had to mow your grass twice. Okay, that'll be in the spring sometime. Probably in April, but it could be earlier. Um, three months from then, you do it again, and then the fall one. Now, if we get an obscene amount of rain in there somewhere, then consider it gone and need to do it again and adjust your schedule accordingly. Oh, okay. Okay. And then do you use a different fertilizer for spring than you do in winter, right? Correct. But the summer is the same as the spring. So slow release, slow release, not slow release. Okay, so slow release is which season? Spring and summer. Right, okay. Depending on when you're first. And, and then winter is not is quick release. Right. I don't know if the it's The winterizer. Right. So it tends to be fair. So you but don't, you, don't, you don't fertilize if you let your lawn go dormant. Because okay. no. the great philosopher Forrest Appleton once said, if you grow it, you got to mow it. That's beautiful. Yes, it is. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Oh, Petunia's coming back? Um, as far as bedding plants? Yeah. There's a few six-packs out there now. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. And I just ordered, I think, four to five colors. A few, okay. few flats of Ye- Yesterday, I said they were out there, and then I looked this morning, and I didn't see there's, them. Because I was thinking my violas in. There's and at least Nancy. one flat okay. out there now. I can't remember which color okay. it was. Oh, that's that's where I grew up with, is petunias in the springtime. And my father was a great geranium and petunia grower. So oh, I, yeah. I really like those. Yeah, when do the geraniums come in? Uh, Should I not right, ask? So oh, dear. I got a phone call, and I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention because I was off. Oh, okay. Uh, and my geranium shipment that was booked is going to be in earlier. Now, I, I didn't write it down because okay. I was in my garage. Huh. Um, but uh, they're coming a week earlier, so I think it's the week before Valentine's, which would make it wow. another week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Something like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, everybody likes strange. And I did order hanging baskets, so I'll actually yeah. have a yeah, Fantasia series hanging baskets, right. theoretically, this week. Okay. And, and the Fantasia will last longer. That's what summer. I was going to ask. The, the significance of the Fantasia is it'll go will go through summer? Tolerates the heat better. Yeah. I can never say go through summer, but if my yeah. wife could keep one through summer, pretty much anybody can. Okay. Oh, that's true. Okay. She's not listening. No, I know. <laughs> I, don't, I hope not. <laughs> One day she's going to listen. No. No? Is this, okay. we can, she's already we tired can, of my voice. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's had enough. We can keep it through the summer-ish. Ish. That's, that's Trace and I's new. Okay. Ish. We are going to take a break-ish. At 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Should be uh, about four minutes-ish. And sure. we'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas 
right here at Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road with Mark Peterson, Trace Hazlett, and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The prairie sky is wide and high, deep in the heart of Texas. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210 210- 308 what's that? 308 was talking to me. Were you talking to me? Oh, Mark and I were talking about English peas. Hmm. It was uh, another, another one of those uh, winter vegetables that got planted quite a long time ago, but uh, didn't know how it would fare in the freeze. Yeah. Oh. And mine... Lost about a third of them, but the other others have uh, uh, recovered and they're they're growing f- forward again. So we like to do those in multiple uh, plantings mm. for that because then you have more continuous. Uh, yeah. Spread. Oh, so oh, oh. Also, because of, of weather conditions, you never know. They'll yeah. overwhelm you though if you don't. Yeah. You... yeah. But the nice thing is, when it gets warm, they they go away. Oh. Sweet peas. That's a uh, nice thing. <laughs> sweet peas took it a little more on the chin than yeah. in the English mm-hmm. peas, at least in our neighborhood. Uh, so have, a lot of people have had to replant those, which is not abnormal. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's oh. what I was saying. Is, is the, normally, we actually do it a couple of times. Yeah. May, we Two talk, or three times. Talk about uh, February 15th. If you get them in by February 15th and get them growing... Uh, quite often you'll get, you'll harvest a nice crop. Those in they're, they're unbelievable. If somebody's looking for a a plant with a n- nice fragrance, we talked yes. about alyssum and stocks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sweet peas are right in that category. They're and very attractive, dark, beautiful colors, um, nice fragrance, and interesting to grow. Yeah, that's right. I like the fragrance. That's the reason why. I also like peas. I'm one. Of, one of my few members of my family, I think. Oh, I, I like peas. I love peas. Oh, peas are great. Yeah, I love uh, all kinds of peas. <laughs> you know the uh, the sweet peas and the English peas too are are a lot of gardeners are looking for something to grow with seed. Yeah, and uh, those both are relatively easy uh, and rewarding. Um, so it's kind of kind of uh, worthwhile. I, I talk about it. Uh, you know, rack full of uh, right, sweet right. peas. I re- I re- yeah, that's the first two things as a child. I, I know I got to plant were peas and green beans. Because green beans are a nice, nice size yeah. for for a child to plant. They yeah. grow fast. Yeah. yeah, and grow fast. A nice harvest. All right, so here was the question I had, which was not on peas. I apologize. Yeah, that's okay. I was just noticing uh, <laughs> Calvin's article. I was reading okay, that. Okay, good. And Calvin may jump in on this one. So they were asking about birds. And they were seeing a lot of some and not so much of others. And they thought they should by now and stuff. Um, so they were they wanted me to ask about them. So they're seeing a lot of mockingbirds. Yeah. Are you seeing a lot of mockingbirds? Not any more than normal. Not any more than I uh, would expect. They're... they're uh, as far as I can tell, they're nesting right now. Oh. 
Because, so, you know, when I, I know that there's several areas in my yard where they nest, and you can tell if they're still here if you go drive them over by them or you go out there. Yeah, and they come out and, 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 and swoop you. Let you, yeah. let you know they're still in charge over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, and what was the other? The other was uh, um, robins. And they thought that this was a time of year they would see more robins, but they're not. When do the robins come to San Antonio? Uh, they, they'll come a little. They'll be here pretty soon, dude. Okay. But they, they don't always stay a long time. But uh, last, let's see, last year was pretty severe, and they didn't hang. The year before, or a couple of years before, they were. They actually uh, made some nests in if, my neighborhood. Yeah, if I can think back, it's usually. First week of March is when they robin. Maybe maybe a little early. Yeah, you'll see them. You're out walking oh, okay. the dogs or okay. something. Okay. Yeah. You know what I've I've seen, and I think I mentioned this yesterday. The tohees are, are right. everywhere. They're nice, big, and they get a lot of lot of color too. They're kind of uh, kind of fun. The one they thing stay about clo- close to the ground. You're talking about mockingbirds. I was thinking maybe why they they like fruit a lot of times. Oh. And right now, this time of year, there's there's lots of fruit that is ripening. Winter winter fruit that is ripening. Uh, oh, you know, so so. You're, you know, you're right because they've shifted. They also like uh, uh, the uh, suet. Yeah, the suet, and they like a pepper flavored suet. But if there's b- b- berries available, they, right. They, well, they spend more time after the berries. So, we were, we so this time of year, I think about that. Yeah. We were driving through the hill country yesterday, and I saw all these possum haw hollies yep, yep. with berries all over them. But I, I, didn't, I didn't see the birds eating them. You didn't? No. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, that's strange because that, that, that's a popular one. And after the freeze, they should be nice and soft and prime all right. for eating. Hmm. Milted? Yes. Why, why do they like the pepper to it? Birds. Why do birds like the peppered suet? Um, I don't think the birds like it or dislike it. They they just like it because of what's in it, but they can't taste the pepper, right? Yeah, they can't taste the pepper because they don't have any lips. Oh, poor birds. I was going back in time on that one. That That's an uh, old one. Oh. They don't have any lips. That's why. Oh. Do birds have lips? I don't know if they have any lips. They just, they, it does not bother them. Hot pepper. No. So that's what we use so that the squirrels and other rodents... Right, they do have lips. ...don't share. Okay. So still time to do your suet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact, after that freeze... Oh. You've been a better time. Yeah. uh, There's not a a lot of uh, extra plant material out there. Uh, I I did notice the birds were coagulating in my boxwoods. Whoa, it's a family show. <laughs> were they? Did it look like they were going after insects? Or? No, it's like they were hiding. Oh, yeah, it could be. And if they're evergreens. Yeah, and yeah. so I walk out of my door, and it scares me every time. Oh, so why? All, well, all these winged oh, things are yeah. beating around inside there. And all of a sudden, they oh. start yapping all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Huh. So it what does that you. mean? You're, I think you just explained it, but I... Well, but, but uh, every year is different, and you... Uh, that's why it's nice to have a diverse landscape of all different kinds of plants. Ever some evergreen, some some deciduous, and uh, lots of berries and some cover and 
uh, just uh, make, making it desirable uh, for the birds also contributes to the well-being and your attractiveness of your landscape. And then um, you mentioned water. Now, I, I don't know if water is as tough to find now after all the rains, but... It's, Did it's, your bird baths get filled up with the rain? Always, always attract, seems to attract yeah. the, the birds. Okay. So there are three, three things you need. It's water, yeah. shelter, and food. Okay. So. That kind of goes for everything. Yeah. Okay. But, but particularly uh, wildlife during the wintertime. We want to oh. make sure of that. Okay. Yeah. But I was thinking you'd left out uh, uh, Irish whiskey. But you weren't talking about... Are, those, no, 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 are the no, birds no, no, going no, after no, your Irish no, roast whiskey? Yeah. No, I, Man, you've got, I was dangerous. talking about horticulturists. You've, yeah. got, a hef, you've got aggressive birds there. Uh, okay, what, what's, what stuff will folks be noticing coming soon? Um, but For birds and butterflies? Yeah, what's coming back now? For wildlife. Not, oh, yeah. well, you, you know, it's, uh, you know it, like cougar socks are, are pretty bold out there, and they're pretty obvious. Let's see. Which which the, what do Cooper's hawks look like? Because there was one yesterday that was circling above the oh, yeah, nursery. No, no, they're probably not one circling. That's probably well. We just uh, flying they, back they, and forth. They like to hang on a on a eh, about a 20, one of those, 20 foot. They're bridge. another one of those low yes. flying birds. Oh, okay. But 20, they're 20 they're actually mid flying yeah. birds. Okay. But they but they'll uh, you, like my bird feeders are just outside my office window and if there's no action i said what's going on obviously there must be oh a cooper's hawk here he had calvin has a lot oh if you listen to the show a long period of time calvin has a great affinity or they have a great affinity for calvin's uh-huh. house because he's always got cooper's hawks around okay. his, his place it's because he feeds the other birds oh yeah. oh <laughs> that's just sad now circle of life yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what would the hawk have been that had uh, was brown with white tips on the wings and was kind of going back and forth and like a straight line it would yeah. fly that way until i couldn't see it anymore and come right back this way until it was overhead didn't have well i wouldn't see, have been yeah a, so uh red shoulder red tailed and shin are the I, most i think red i think yeah. red tailed okay yeah but oh. it could have been a red shoulder. Yeah. So I have another question for you, too, I thought of. Speaking of hawks, um, are owls less active right now? Because we used to have one whenever we walked the dog, we would hear it. And now we don't hear it anymore in the mornings. And stuff. Who cooks for you? Who? Yeah. Did they used to go, who cooks for you? Who cooks for That's you? That actually sounds pretty close to what they yeah. yeah, this Yeah, this, this has not been the... Even in our neighborhood, this has not been the big owl year. Last couple of years have not been very. Well, would, do owls stay put, or do they move? They'll they'll move a oh. bit. Oh, well, my my uh, neighborhood owl, uh, his tree died from oh. lack, from lack of water, so uh, he had to find a new place to perch. Okay, yeah. Did yours do the same thing that Mark's Mark's impression? Who, um, who cooks for you? I don't know. I was always just worried about my chihuahua when we let her out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good... Because they are I think, silent. I think that is a uh, reasonable concern. That's a bar- I'm, 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 I was trying to do a bard, bard owl. I'm, a, uh, I'm just like Trace. You know, I, I talk about this, how, how much I love the wildlife and everything. And then, then a minute I start thinking about 
I see a coyote or a yeah. fox, I yeah. say, well, call my dogs, you know. Get, <laughs> Come here, Wesley's in, in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the, uh, as Trey says, the circle of life. Yeah, I bet you see some unique things here when you get here early in the morning to, to open up the place. You Sometimes. Some, yeah. Nelson has seen, uh, supposedly, has seen a puma. What? On property. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Wow. I, I think he was delusional. Shopping or just? <laughs> just here. Lots of deer. Yeah. I can imagine the, the deer. Only, Irish the only, whiskey. The yeah. There it is. Yeah. The only thing I'm really paying attention to, uh, thank you, Calvin, is the butterflies. Okay. Or that, caterpillars. Yeah. So oh. we can't have that. No, you don't want the caterpillars and the plants. I guess see that. but That's cool. I wonder, what was the puma doing? It was up on the upper lot. I don't know. Hunting a deer, maybe? Oh, oh, okay. That's pretty cool. I still don't believe it. Okay. Any cool birds? that? Do you see the hawks and the owls here at the uh, nursery? How about the ro- I saw them a lot more when we had the chickens running around. Yeah. Oh, dear. How about roadrunners? Do you get these? You see I any of them? I don't see any. No. I haven't seen any for yeah, several years either. A lot less than I used to. We did start seeing a lot of coral snakes okay. uh, last summer. Uh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Where, whereabouts? Uh, Anything special? Uh, in the back lot. So when they started building that apartment complex next oh. to us, oh. uh, all of that wildlife oh. decided to come over this direction. Yeah. Now, what I haven't seen, oh, I haven't seen the actual animals, but I see a lot of their damage. It's porcupines. Hmm. And a lot, a lot more over the years, I've seen more and more porcupine damage. Or received phone calls, of, what's wrong with my tree? What did this to my tree? In, in town or in the hill country? In the hill country, over over time, more and more. So, uh, my my wife. I know this story. The, I didn't want to say it. She let my son-in-law drive, and he took out a porcupine. Yeah, we knew it was a porcupine because there was quills in the wheel well. Yeah. Yes. Over uh, on sixteen oh four. No, it was uh, out by Fredericksburg. Okay. Uh, yes, uh, during the past 40 years, uh, over that time, it's almost a direct line of uh, increased porcupine damage. Huh. And yeah. I, I was used to them. I knew what exactly what they looked like. So and they, they c- tend to be very, their damage on a tree tends to be rectangular and long and very precise. Are, are they coming because the trees in town are maintained better than the ones in the hill country? Uh, I just think the population is growing. Um, just like the black bears coming over from Mexico and expanding their population over this way. But, yes, th- the ones in town are juicier and more t- more tasting because they get uh, more water and, and more fertilization. On that note, we will say uh, call it a day here. Uh, don't forget Calvin's uh, seminar sold out, but there's still lots happening here at Millburgers. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn all the things that are coming up. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.